Hi, coaches. Brian Blackburn here with the Pound the Rock podcast. Our uh, gracious host, HardwoodTexas.com, along with Tumbleweed Textiles, Huddle, Waterboy Graphics, Scholastic Steel, and Jeremy Thomas Agency through Allstate. Today, our guest is Coach Teresa Durham from Allen High School. Coach Durham has a great uh, career, successful career here in Texas as a girls' head basketball coach, and I know that a lot of coaches on the website here will get some some huge benefits from hearing from her, also learning from her experiences, and then uh, hopefully being able to apply some of the things that she'll talk about today. So, Coach, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Appreciate you asking. I was I was joking with Coach earlier today that I, I've seen her in multiple clinics and, and uh, I have notes and PowerPoints that she sent me, but I've never met her in person. I told her that I just want to be in great shape. I just want to be in great shape like Coach Durham is. So that's <laughs> we that, just got to get up early and do a little running ahead of time. See, that's the problem. I think the getting up early and the running, those two, uh, <laughs> it's holding me holding me back. So uh, well, yeah. uh, let's go ahead. And first question I want to ask is something that uh, looking back as uh, as an experienced coach now, looking back at your first year as a head coach, what are some things that you would have done differently looking back now? Well, I think the main thing is when you first become a head coach, you want everything to be perfect. I spent a lot of time planning everything out. I wouldn't say micromanaging, but, man, I was a big rules person, making kids toe the line, and then just um, every detail was planned. And and I would say now I would uh, focus a little bit more just on the relationships with the kids. Um, The practice, you know, you still have to do your organization and think through things. But I think I would not get so caught up in all the other details behind the scene. And I would probably learn to delegate a little bit better. And then just, you know, sometimes just spend more time with kids and trying to um, get a better understanding of where they're coming from. And I think in the end it helps you be able to coach them, you know, at moments a little harder or, you know, maybe take it a little easier on them some days. So I think I just, uh, you know, approach it just a little differently these days. So uh, if I'm hearing you right, maybe a little bit more time building the relationships and not as much time maybe strategizing X's and O's. Is that is that kind of? Yeah, I definitely think so. Just, you know, um, because as a young coach, you want to know everything and you want to feel prepared for situations. And, you know, while that's all important, sometimes I think we just forget about the main thing, which is our players. And if you don't have them on board, um, it makes your job that much uh, tougher. So I would definitely say learn how to balance your time just a little bit as you know, a beginning coach is very important. That That's really good. I know uh, for me personally, delegating is maybe one of the hardest things as, as a young coach, being able to delegate. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how maybe that you, you got comfortable doing that and some things that you did to help, uh, whether it's delegate to your assistants or student managers, or what are some strategies that maybe we can use to help us with those skills? Well, I think it's always difficult. It was for me to delegate because I was always kind of brought up, if you want something done right, do it yourself, and and it was hard uh, to get away from that. But there's just so much that you have to have done in basketball, so you have to develop that trust with your assistants. And I think I was blessed early that, you know, I had some great assistants along the way. Um, Jason Atchison was my assistant at uh, China Spring, Ginger Crider, and we just – You know, you learn to trust, and then the more you trust your assistants because they are working, they are asking questions and willing to do whatever, the more willing as a head coach I've been to delegate those responsibilities. So it's a hard task, but I think that you really have to sit down and take a look at it because if you don't delegate – 
I think you just lose all your valuable time. As a head coach, it's my job to have the vision and the, you know, to bring that passion every day. And, you know, if I'm so caught up on, you know, <laughs> little bitty details or other things that other people have um, talents to do, I think um, there's just not enough time in the day to get it done. So I really encourage people to, you know, start trusting your assistants when, you know, you feel it's necessary and then, you know, it just it makes everything flow a whole lot better, I think. Yeah, that's that's good advice for me because, uh, like uh, like you said, um, if you want it done right, you have to do it yourself. You got to kind of change the mindset a little bit. So, uh, definitely so. <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about your culture. I mean, you've had unbelievable success at every stop, and the the culture that you you try to build, and some of these, you know, in a short period of time. So, why don't you talk a little bit about the culture uh, that you want to build at your program? Uh, whether it's at Allen or at previous stops, and why it's built that way. Okay. Well, you know, I'm, I'm getting older, so I always feel like uh, some of my values are a little bit old school. But uh, number one, my programs, I always try to build them just around hard work. You know, there's no shortcuts and there's no easy ways. You know, a lot of times kids want that instant success, and in basketball it just doesn't come. So we really preach to our kids every day. You have to show up and give your best effort, and we're going to challenge you. You know, we I'm a firm believer in the weight room getting kids in, you know, especially situations where they are challenged because I think the more you do it and the more they can be successful and not back down from things that they're afraid of, I think that helps because there's always going to be those teams that kids are afraid of or different situations. So we challenge them every single day, and I think just um, good old-fashioned hard work. We work you know, every minute of our practice is planned, and, you know, we expect the best. Um, I try to be very consistent every day. Kids know what they're going to get. There's never a question, do we work out today or do we have this day off? They always know Coach Durham's not giving them a day off. But, I mean, we try to have fun, but we we want the best out of our kids. So we teach just to be relentless. Uh, several years that was my motto is just mm-hmm. relentless our choice because it is a choice. I don't I don't want to be like everybody else. I want to outwork people and I think our kids take pride in knowing that they've worked harder than other people. And then finally the last thing I really try to instill is is just a passion and a love for what you do. You know, so many kid, times kids have played, you know, 30, 40 games over the summers and then when they come in in the fall, they're still just tired. So even though I try to give them a little bit of, you know, leeway, it's time to have excitement and passion and, you know, I expect kids to bring it every day when they walk on the floor and I think that's uh, that's probably the big three things I think I look for and um, if you don't have that, then you know what, you're probably just going to be done and you don't <laughs> have practice today because um, I think the, the one thing that I learned in a, a quote that I think an a- I took from an athletic director that I had a long time ago, he said, you either coach it or you allow it. Mm-hmm. And that has really stuck with me because, you know, if my practices are not going good or kids aren't being intense, then that's my fault. That's that's on me. I can either let kids continue to be, you know, going things half speed or whatever, or, you know, I can stop it and fix it. So um, I usually take responsibility for that, and I think that's just, that's just a part of who we are. Kids know that. We're not going to you know, mess around. We're going to have fun after practice, but, you know, I think that's the, the thing as a head coach. You've got to always remember you are the one who sets the tone for everything. So no bad days, no, 
it's just you know a love for the game and get out and get your work done. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's really good. We we try to with our boys program here at Wall. Uh, passion is one of our uh, cornerstones of our program, and we define passion as uh, finding the excitement. And the process for our success, finding excitement in the process for our success. And so, you know, you can define success any way you want at your program, uh, but passion is finding excitement in that. And so whether it's, you know, defensively or offensively, or if you're at a new program that's maybe not successful, uh, finding excitement for that process and that just that one practice or that one play. And uh, that's something that kids they don't naturally a lot of times have passion for something. And uh, I think it helps when the coach has it and uh, they can kind of see and we model it for them. They can see, okay, this is how coach wants me to act when a teammate takes a charge or, you know, when, when something happens yeah. for our team. And so I think passion is, is huge. And uh, I'm excited that you said that because kind of reaffirms what we're trying to do here, hopefully. So. Right. You know, because so many times kids want to be cool and they don't want to show that they're excited. And, you know, we make a big deal when people take a charge. We go, I expect every kid on the bench and everyone to go nuts and jump up and holler. And, I mean, it just sets tone. And, you know, it lets kids know that it's okay to be excited and to be, you know, 100% bought in about something. And I think that's a big, it's important for the head coach to model that. I mean, I know we all have different personalities, but, you know, that's just, I still just get so excited, you know, on those simple little things because, you know, that's what we do and that's who we are. So I think it's important for the kids to see you having just as much fun as they do. Yeah, and, you know, one thing, too, you you talked about being different. That's a way that your program can be different. I mean, you're going to be different Mm -hmm. than the teams that you play with the bench excitement and, uh, you know, the high fives. You know, I know uh, there's a a tweet that goes around about once a month about Steve Nash and how he gave 259 high fives per game and all this stuff. You know, and that made him different. That can make... you know, maybe our programs can be different in a way like that mm-hmm. with, with the type of passion that we have. So, right. Um, I totally believe. Kids want to be involved in something that's fun. And you make it fun because you bring that energy and you just, I mean, you, you do it every day. And so that's how I think kids buy in. They're willing to go the extra mile because, again, they see you doing it. So that's just, that's just what we do. And uh, I think it's very important for you to set that tone and get excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we uh, we always talk about everything is better with enthusiasm. So I uh, I always use the example of if my wife sees a bunch of weeds in the front yard and she's starting to hint at me that these weeds need to be picked, I need to find a way to be enthusiastic about getting those weeds out of the front yard. So every everything is better with enthusiasm. So uh, yes, it yeah, is. That's really good. <laughs> 